on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This is Newstalk. And we'll begin with the Irish Examiner. It would seem there's a bit of nervousness in the government about having to pay out uh, for asylum seekers. So the story is that the government may be forced to pay what's called significant compensation to asylum seekers. This is after a landmark court ruling uh, where the state failed to house an Afghan man seeking international protection. And the judge in the case said this is a lead case which the government believes may see significant compensation claims coming before the courts. It's all going to be discussed at a cabinet meeting because apparently there are concerns within government about the wider financial implications of the ruling. So uh, someone is going to have to get uh, the calculator out in the Department of Integration and see how much money may have to be owed to some of these asylum seekers. That's the front of the examiner. A lot of the papers going with the uh, Garda GSOC investigation on the front page. The Irish Independent says GSOC members Hutch links date back over a long time. Detectives suspect that a former GSOC investigator uh, may have given information over a long period of time. Confidential information is how it's being described. Um, And obviously there has been an arrest in this case which uh, dominates the front of the Irish Daily Star. The party's over. Hutch Bash officer faces seven years in jail in leak probe. And then the front of the Irish Daily Mirror. Cops quiz Hutch party GSOC officer. Uh, the Irish Sun goes with a different story related to crime. Uh, Hutch murder arrest. A man in his 40s last night being quizzed on suspicion of the murder of Jerry Hutch's brother Eddie seven years ago. The suspect is believed to have connections to the senior Kinahan cartel members who stormed into Eddie's home in Dublin's north inner city. The Irish Daily Mail goes with the news of this man from Akil who died in Ukraine, killed in action in Ukraine. He's hailed as a true superhero. An Irish man who's died fighting the Russian army in Ukraine has been hailed as a true superhero and a man of principle. Finbar Kafraki, in his 40s, from Akal Island in Mayo, was killed in action this week, according to his family. And a lot of people knew him through his various different forms of activism over the years. Uh, a lot of people sharing tributes on social media. The front of the Irish Times <clears throat> also has that story on the front page. Akal Island man killed fighting Russian forces in Ukraine. It also has on the front page uh, more about what's going on in Trinity and that particular area of Dublin. So as you may know, Trinity College uh, announced it was denaming a library which had been named after a former owner of slaves. So it's not going to be called the Berkeley Library anymore because of its association with George Berkeley uh, with the ownership of slaves. So that's why they're changing the name. So some people are now scratching their heads as to why a hotel across the road from Trinity has been given a new name associated with a defender of the slave trade. So one side of the road, you have Trinity getting rid of a name for the library because of links with the slave trade. On the other side of the road, the Weston Hotel is changing its name 
to the Westmoreland Hotel. And the issue with that is that Westmoreland Street uh, is named after John Fane, the Earl of Westmoreland, who was a defender of slavery and denounced attempts to end it in the House of Lords back in 1799. So now Green Party councillor Janet Horan says it's a strange change uh, talking about the renaming of the Weston Hotel, especially in the context of the conversation that's being had about Trinity Library. Now the Irish Times has reached out to the hotel group but it hasn't got a response yet but I think we're going to see more and more questions about why things are and places are named after certain people if they've links to uh, slavery. The Irish Daily Mail looks at the cost of living. More than two thirds of Irish people are cutting back on food to make ends meet. Research carried out by Amarok detailed how the public has reacted to spiralling price hikes. So 68% of Irish people are cutting back on food spending. That's more now. 52% of people in the UK are doing that. 57 in the US, but 68% here are cutting back on what they're spending on food. 85% of people are cutting out things they can do without. 83% of us have stopped buying certain things we used to buy because they're too expensive. And 61% of us are dipping into savings to pay for everyday bills, which is uh, probably never a good idea. So this is how Irish consumers are feeling the heat and I think we all are like I was thinking we do our shopping online the grocery shopping and what I sort of do is throw all the groceries into the basket online and then go over it with a fine tooth comb and go do I really need that this week or can I wait till next week so I'd say more than 68% of us are probably cutting back on our food spending staying with money the star is looking at the bank holiday weekend weather kind of a mixed bag if you fancy a last minute trip away the star has been looking at some hotel prices. Now obviously bank holidays are more expensive if you'd like to go away but they've been looking, actually we mentioned the Western Hotel there for other reasons, €730 for one night this weekend the Morrison is €1,059 the Shelburne has rooms for €569 they also look in Kilkenny 98% of hotels unavailable for this weekend and one hotel in Kilkenny is offering uh, €869 for the three nights of the bank holiday weekend or €616 for two nights and you don't even get your breakfast for that. In Killarney two nights for €598 and if you'd like to rent a car for this weekend it's going to cost you about €350 €370 for three days. So uh, you'd want to have a lot of money to spend some time in Ireland away this weekend. Now, a couple of final stories. One from the Irish Independent about why people take selfies. Uh, I don't believe this story for a second. But anyway, people take selfies to capture the deeper meaning of their experience. So it's not about vanity. They're not taking a selfie because they think they look good in it. Uh, Researchers have said that people who opt to depict themselves in the scene by taking selfies do so to capture the deeper meaning of the event. This is in the Social, Psychological and Personality Science Journal. And it's not about the likes. It's not about the comments. It's all about finding deeper meaning. You want to document a physical experience, nothing to do with vanity. I think people take selfies just to show off, look where I am, but apparently that's wrong. And all the papers this morning 
have, I was going to say tributes, but not all of them have tributes, but certainly are covering the death of Jerry Springer, who passed away yesterday at the age of 79. A lot of them looking back at the history of the uh, Jeremy Spring, sorry, the Jerry Springer show. I'm confusing that with Jeremy Kyle, who obviously was inspired by Jerry Springer. But anyway, the Jerry Springer show originally started out covering political issues, but instead in the mid 90s moved to adultery and incest. And Jerry Springer was earning 5.6 million euro a year for the show. But the show, of course, not without controversy. The papers, including the Mirror, remind us back in 2000, a woman who'd been in an episode called Secret Mistresses Confronted. She was beaten to death by her partner who accused her on the show of stalking him and his new wife. And some of the papers look at some of the most shocking Jerry Springer shows, including I Married a Horse, I'm Here to Marry My Stepmother, I'm Happy I Cut Off My Legs, I Can't Have Kids, I'm a Man, and I Cut Off My Manhood. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.